You are listening to the Two Writers Walk Into a Bar podcast. In every episode, our goal is to help, inspire, and celebrate author's journey to publication by reading and critiquing query letters, then tackle a writing topic we hope you find helpful. Hey, writer friends. Querying is hard, and putting together a query letter is even harder. We want to help. Send us your query letter and first three pages to our email at twowritersinabar at gmail.com. And we'll read your query on air and give feedback on your first pages. And don't forget to tell us where we can find you on social media so we can share it with all our listeners. We want to help, inspire, and celebrate with you on your writing journey. Welcome back, guys. This is, uh, you're listening to Two Writers Walk Into a Bar podcast. Uh, And I'm Angela. I'm Ken. And it's Ken. You guys, uh, grab your drink. Um, I'm drinking a Moscow Mule. And I am drinking uh, whiskey and Coke, basically. Perfect. Yeah, yeah grab your drink. Um, hopefully, you're not driving to work listening to this. If you're at home, you know, grab a drink, sit back, relax. We're just going to talk. We're going to kind of talk shit today. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But before we do that, though, Ken, how was your week? Uh, long, hot, tiring. <laughs> Yours? Same. Yes. Yeah. It finally got hot in California, guys. I told Ken I talked too much shit, and now it's hot. It's been in the 90s. I'm sweating. It's I hate it. And I was cooking dinner right now, just finished. And we don't have air conditioning here where I live. So, oh, wow. yeah. So, I'm like, I've got fans blowing and everything. Yeah. I have no AC for me. Oh, jeez. So. Yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah. I mean, whatever. It, it, it'll cool down later tonight. But anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but my kids went back to school. And um, I I don't know. I've got my days are all mixed up. So summer, I usually close at work. I'm a closer. So I go in late. So I get to sleep in while they were out of school. But now that they're back to school, we're up early. And I know you oh. probably are too. <laughs> uh, gross, yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it's going to take me a few days. It's going to take me a while to kind of get back into getting up early. But I will say that I started writing in my new story today. And I right. know that you have too. I so did, we'll yeah. talk about that later. But guys, we do have um, a query letter. Uh, we had a query sent to us that we want to um, we want to help. This writer would prefer to be anonymous. So we're just going to get into it. And um, and then, you know, we'll just do our regular talk. All right. You ready for this? All right. So it says, um, 11-year-old Morgan, strong, gutsy, and outdoorsy, loves plants. When she's not identifying and classifying flora, she's foraging for it. Dad loved plants, too. In fact, he taught her everything she knows. But when he died, things sort of fell apart. She and her family had to move from their cabin in the Oregon Hills to Southern California, where plant nerd doesn't exactly scream and grief is a roadblock when you're trying to make friends. To top that off, her confidence seems to have ditched her. (laughs) But something unexpected happens. Morgan finds a hidden note at the top of Oak Park that looks like a plan for a burglary. A second concealed note leads her to conclude that it might occur it might occur at a school, perhaps her school. And if her hunch is correct, maybe she can stop it from happening and control at least one darn thing in her life. Report of her findings and theory, though, are disregarded and when her and when her nothing more than the title of class worrywart. 
Thank goodness for Bridget, her BFF, and the only friend she's made in California. She's a scaredy cat, afraid of everything from loud noises to guinea pigs, but bold-hearted when speaking her mind, championing for others, and standing up for her best friend's crazy hunch. So Morgan determined, so Morgan, determined to prove her suspicions and save her reputation, decides to stop the crime herself. With Bridget's assistant, she's assistance, she sets her plan in motion hide, wait, and call for help when, or if any crooks show up. Easy peasy, until bad luck interferes and the girls find themselves in trouble. With no help coming, they rely on each other's unique type of courage, along with Morgan's knowledge of plants to handle the situation. Through it all, Morgan's quest for answers helps her accept the unpredictability of life teaches her the necessity of acceptance and renews her faith in herself. Okay, so this query comes in at 317 words, which is pretty good, um, I will say. And I, I got to say, I love the story. I think it's really cute. Um, I'm not a real big middle grade reader. I, do, I have read a few middle grade, but um, this one sounds really cute, really cute. Um, I love the premise. I love the idea of a school being burglarized. I think that's really, really cute fun. I think that's a fun premise. Um, so I think you got something good here. Um, so the only things that um, I wanted to touch upon, um, I, you tell us that the, your main character is 11, which is perfect. So I immediately know that's middle grade. I don't know if this is, I'm guessing it's not fantasy. I'm going to guess, but I don't know because you didn't put if it's, um, you know, fiction, um, literary, I don't know. You just didn't give a genre. If it's a mystery, um, you know, I, I think that would be helpful for the agent if you put that. Um, I mean, we get right away that it's uh, middle grade and the voice in this is absolutely divine. I love the voice in this. It's so voicey. It's so perfect. I love it. Um, the other thing is you didn't put your word count. Um, and we we did talk about this last time. Word counts are important. It tells the agent if you're ready to be published. Because, so again, this is middle grade. I'm assuming it's middle grade because your character is 11 years old. Um, a middle grade has a certain word count. So if you're too low or if you're too high, that's kind of like a, a little flag for the agent that kind of lets them know, like, maybe you're not ready or, you know what I mean? So definitely need the word count in this. And if you're not sure if your if your um, book it falls within the right um, word count, just Google it. I think for middle grade, um, I want to say the max is like fifty thousand or something like that. Um, so if you're like within that ballpark, you're good. But if you're over that, if it's too long, then you know um, it probably needs to be cut down. Um, the other thing I noticed was. Um, I know that you said that Morgan, who sounds fabulous, by the way, um, loves plants. I think what's missing is connecting her desire to why she has to get involved with this burglary. So typically stories what we have is a character that wants something. They want something. And then there's something that's getting in the way from them having what they want, right? And so 
th those things have to be connected for the plot. So um, you, you didn't send your first pages, which is fine. Um, so I didn't get to read um, those first few pages, but I'm going to guess that you probably have that in your book. It's just not showing up in the query. So like, um, I was trying to think of an example, like, I don't know, it, maybe she wants to um, um, join like a plant contest or a plant club or something like she wants to like, that's what she really wants to do. But then this thing that's happening is sort of preventing her from getting that. And why, why is it messing with her, with what she wants, if that makes sense. Does that make sense, Ken? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or, you know, you could go a ton of different routes there, you know. Yes, exactly. It's her new school, she can't stand by and let that happen type thing, you know, or there's a million different angles that you could approach it from, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. And one small note, um, technically, yes, 11-year-old is technically middle grade, but there, there's a few outliers where I've seen stories that can be young adult and okay. adult with certain different ages. Not yep. the norm, but outliers. So... It'd be really good for you to definitely put your your genre and also uh, what age range you're. That's important. You know? Yes, I agree. Yeah, he's right. I mean, I'm only guessing it's middle grade because she's 11, but he's right. And so it's a you good guess. Yeah, yeah, and, and so you really, really want to like. I know it seems obvious, but the agent needs to know that. Yeah. Um, and comparable titles I've seen or missing. Yes. Which, yes, is a big one that you definitely want to have on there. Um, yes. Usually newer works within the last five years to tie in, to kind of give the agent an idea of where your book goes on the shelf. And it, you know, gives them that vision of how to sell your book. Um, so that's pretty important to have on there, too. Also, too, I think sometimes it helps them to see, like, what's what did well. Um, that the comparable is like, oh, that book actually did really well. This is a good comp for that. So, yeah, yeah you definitely need your comps. Um, also what you didn't have on here, and I'm, I'm going to assume that when you query an agent, you're going to put this, but you didn't put, um, you didn't put a personal bio. There was nothing there that said like, you know, you're, I know that you want it to be anonymous for us, but just so you know, just have a little bit there of, of your personal bio, um, what you, where you live, if you want, what you do, why did you choose to write this story? Like, are you, a, um, I don't know, are you like a plant a lover yourself? <laughs> you know, well, I would give, I would give said individual the benefit of the doubt and say yes. that because they're being anonymous that they didn't put it in here. So yeah. But so yes. just make, and leave a phone number too. the agents. I've heard agents where like the email gets um, wacky, especially for a query man, uh, when they use a query, um, the query manager form. Yeah, query, yeah, tracker thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you always want to get in the habit of putting your phone number too. But overall, so I love this. I think it's so cute. It sounds really good. I love, I love middle grade stories when they're in um, a school setting. <laughs> Not to interrupt, it wasn't even my genre per se, but I love the hell out of this query. I like, <laughs> I want to read it. And I don't really read <laughs> this genre or style of book, or but it was really good. Because I just want to see, like, what is the thing that happened, the bad luck yeah. to these poor kids? I mean, I guess it's kind of like the story of the boy who cried wolf. 
I'm guessing it's kind of like maybe a thing like that. Like no one's believing her. She's like, look, I found maybe. this note. They're going to burglarize the school. And they're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's botanist home alone, which could be maybe. fun. <laughs> maybe. I mean, honestly, we are definitely intrigued. Um, I think yeah. you got a great uh, query here. Just missing tiny little details, tiny little things. Um, you have the perfect word count. I mean, 317 words. It's not bad, you know. Oh. Um uh, and I love the that you put to the um, the theme of the story at the end. I love that. I think that's really cute. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you so much for uh, sending us your query. And for those of you listening, um, if you're comfortable, send us your query. If you feel even more comfortable, or you maybe need some feedback on those first few pages, feel free to send those to because Ken and I, we can look through that and um, see like what's working. Is it grabbing our attention? Um, you know, things like that, that we, you know, you know what, like sometimes as writers, we're just so stuck in our own story that we can't kind of see, you know what I mean? Like we know what our story is about, but we don't yeah. realize that when another, another person that's never read the story or seen it, it's like, you know, um, I don't understand this because you do as a writer, so you're not putting it. But anyway, yeah. Thank you for sending this. This, um, and if you um, get agented, obviously email us, hit us up on Instagram, and let us know, and we will totally celebrate that with you. We just want to celebrate and help you guys. We're hoping to be agented someday. Both Ken and I are in the query trenches. So we are right there with you guys. Yeah. All of you query writers, we're right there with you. And it sucks. <laughs> mm -hmm. Probably one of the worst things I think about trying to get traditionally published is being that goddamn query trench. <laughs> it is. I For freaking sure. hate it. I sent out uh, way more um, queries this past week. I sent out another about another 15 more. Yeah. So, and man, the next day I had one agent that was like, nope. And I was like, the next day? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, did you even read it? <laughs> <laughs> that sucks, I was like, yeah. I hate when that happens. I don't know if that's happened to you, but it sucks. Oh, yeah. Happened to me like two days ago. Yeah. I'm like, but I, I just said this to you I'm yesterday. Like, no. <laughs> I'm like, it's been seven hours. I know that's yeah. plenty of time, but. <laughs> I know, but I'm like, like they, that doesn't usually happen, right? Like you, you no. figure like it's gonna be like months, weeks, whatever, right? And yeah. so when I saw the email, the notification that came up my phone, I was like, oh wow, I got excited for a second, and then I was like, ah, oh. yeah, for sure, <laughs> yeah, it sucks, guys. So we know what it's like. We're in the trenches with you. We're in this battle together. <laughs> we are. Yep. Uh, so I um, wanted to, well, first of all, I want to ask you, what are you reading right now, Ken? Are you reading anything new? Yeah, Robin Hobb. I'm on the Assassin's Quest, the third of the uh, Ooh, okay. Elderlings. So, and I'm nice. into it. I'm just into it. Yeah. Are you reading or audio? Audio. Good audio. Just, yeah. Yeah. Because for the commute at work. And yeah, that makes that sense. So, yeah. Not, cool. a, not a ton of reading, like physical reading time lately, but. You know, My eyes audio. Are too tired. <laughs> I murder some audiobooks. For so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I go through so many. I probably get a good like five, six hours a day while I'm working. Oh my gosh, that's wild. Including that's so the commute. Yeah. yeah. I was so lucky. Well, I'm reading, I don't know if you guys have seen this, it's called You're Not Supposed to Die Tonight. The cover really got me. I thought oh, it was yeah. so cool. Um, I, I like it. It's really good. It's like a um like a slasher camp story. 
Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. This is going to sound really bad. I'm probably going to cut this out later. But I'm just reading this like, how is this getting published in my stuff? Is it? <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's it's not like, I mean, it's totally commercial, right? It's totally yeah. commercial, which it's fine. Like, I love commercial. I'm gearing more towards commercial right now. Yeah. Um, but so I'm just like, man, I don't know what it is. I just can't seem to, I don't know. But <sighs> it's a good book. I really like it. It's got a good premise. Um, yeah. Uh, about halfway, a little over halfway, I think. But like I was saying earlier, the beginning of the podcast, I started writing a new story. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, but I only got like, you know, I think I got like um, maybe like 1,200 words. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. I, I started also. I got 300. So you, Yay! Got, you got me. But so it's. Uh, I want to know, is it the story that we talked about? It's not. Oh, um, my God. You know what? No. <laughs> here's, the, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I started writing Mindy Darling. I got like 1,100 words in, and I thought it was trash. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> oh, so my I gosh. Started a different, I started a different one that's more in the fantasy right. genre. Okay, fine. I don't whatever. know. Like, I don't know. I was also going through a crisis at that point because, like, this most recent book I wrote, um, I thought was my best work. By far, it is. It is, um, and and then uh, I think I got a whole bunch of rejections in a row, and I went down the the rabbit hole, down the spiral of death, and uh, kind of couldn't write, couldn't edit, couldn't critique. It crippled you. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of. I couldn't do anything for like two, three weeks. It was brutal. I, it was dark. <laughs> I have been there. Ken, you already know. Like I've been yeah. there. Um, if listeners, if you're listening, you're probably nodding your head going, yep, yep, yep. I've been there. Or maybe you're there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I had to check in with Ken this week and was like, how's it going? <laughs> um, you know, it writing is, well, yeah, writing is definitely not for the week. I mean, you're constantly, well, I don't know about you, Ken, but I'm constantly questioning my ability. <laughs> Oh yeah, me too. My yeah. talent, my you know, am I do? Am I bringing anything fresh and new? No, <laughs> I suck. <laughs> no, come on. Man. Well, I mean, you know, it's just like I mean, these are things that you. Well, I go yeah. through that. I go through when I'm feeling like crap and uh, ready to just like you know um, quit. And yeah. you know, I did that last year. I'm not proud of it, but <laughs> yeah, in December, yeah, and then I did it. I was this year, ready. <laughs> yeah, I was ready to just like, like, what am I doing? I'm crap. I don't have what it takes. But you know what? Um, it's the it's the quitting. It's the quitters that don't get published because they quit. Yeah. So, uh, and I know that a lot of times it's a ten year journey, and I'm in my sixth year, and I'm just like thinking to myself four more years of this i'm in my third you're killing me smalls <laughs> well listen you've done way better than me but like you know well i mean i started querying in 2018 so whatever yeah. whatever i'm not good at math okay? i never said i was good at math but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been a while but uh yeah and then today um the reason why i started writing today because i thought by the time i finish this fucking book yeah. it's going to be the end of the year and as you know, a lot of agents go on vacation for yep. the holidays. They're not in the office. 
They don't come back till January. So I'm like, shit, you know, like, I, I, I'm not going to be able to, I'm, clearly I'm not going to get agented until like next year, right? Yeah. And it just kind of hit me today. And I was like, fuck, because I'm like, it's August Son already. Bitch, yeah. 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 I'm like, it's fucking August. You know, I'm like, if I can do this in three months, but, yeah. I, you know, that's not, I mean, with the full-time job and, and everything oh, yeah. that's going on, I, it, I don't, I don't foresee that happening for myself. Um, and the November and December, I'm like so insane busy with the holidays, you know, yeah. freaking holidays, yeah. whatever. Um, so yeah, I kind of had a moment today where I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Another year, another year that I'm not agented or published. Like, I'm just like, fuck, you know, but, um, and this story, I, I mean, I like it today. I had to sort of restructurize it. Um, I realized that I, you guys know that I, I plot out my beats. You guys know this, um, but it wasn't fresh. Like I knew that the beginning I had started, I had a beginning, but I knew that it was stale and it needed something, you know, it needed yeah. something. I knew like, it was like the stale, it's cute. It's fun, but it's there's, it needs something more. If I really want to grab that agent, obviously. And yeah. of course readers. Right. Yeah. So today I kind of, I don't know if you guys do this, but like I will walk, I'll pace back and forth. Today's my day off from work. So I was pacing back and forth, running different scenarios. Okay. How, what if she does this? Okay. What if, what if it's this? Or what if they, what if they're doing this? And what if it's this? And sitting there just kind of pacing back and forth like a weirdo. I'm a pacer. <laughs> I'm a Are pacer. you a pacer? Yeah. Oh, great. High five, bro. <laughs> I walk from one end of my house yes. to the other end, and I just do. I've I've logged like two or three miles, just fucking thinking. Yeah, the tread on my carpet is like thin. Yeah. Okay, because I that's yep. I'm a pacer. Okay, I'm glad, so glad to hear that I'm because pacer. I'm thinking anybody's probably watching me going, "What the fuck is this chick doing? Like, what's wrong with her?" I do it too. <laughs> because I don't know what it is. It's just something about the motion and mm -hmm. talking out loud, and I talk out loud. Like literally, so I'm literally talking out loud. Thankfully, my son was like in I, his room. I talk under my voice too. I'm so there with you. <laughs> <laughs> and you should like, see me. Yeah. I look like a crazy person because, <laughs> like, when I get a good idea, my face like I'm like, yeah, like I get so excited out of nowhere. You're like, what the hell oh is wrong with him? Oh my god, you guys, yeah. that is so funny. If you can relate to that, if you're a pacer, please tell us on Instagram. Oh god, yes. Are YouTube. we alone? Yeah, is it just the two weirdos or, weirdos. you know, I mean, are you part of that too? Because I would like to know because I legit thought that I was the only pacer. And I literally, I talked to myself. I'm literally just like, okay, so if I have to do this, if they're doing this, then this is going to happen. Well, I don't know. That's not going to work. You know, I'm literally just like going through ideas and I have to do it out loud and I have to be walking, like sitting yep. in front of my computer like this, like nothing's happening up here. I guess it's yeah. kind of like the hamster wheel. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> You know, like something like you're just kind of like going, going and you're going while well, I'm running through ideas and trying yeah. to ask myself, is that new? Is that fresh? Is that exciting? Um, and so I finally hit upon something that I thought was, um, which I, you know, and I'll probably be sending it to you um, uh, further, further down the road. But um, yeah, that I when I went back and read what I originally had, I'm like, yeah, this is kind of like, ooh, I don't know. Yeah. And a lot of times um, I've, I've read, um, not read, I'm sorry. I've listened to a lot of like interviews with agents and I've watched like YouTube uh, interviews with agent and they yeah. like us to start in the action 
like to start like in the action, right? Yeah. So, but you still have to like build up your, you still have to um, like uh, show your uh, character before the big inciting incident. Like we have to see yes. like a, a small glimpse of their life before things get. They have you know, to give a shit about them before something right. big happens. Because exactly. if big happens before they give a shit, they're like, I right. don't care. They're like, yeah. yeah, so it's like, how am I, where's the emotional connection? So I had, I think I had started when I, the first, I started, it was way too far back and I kind of needed to push forward a little bit and start with, yeah. okay, here's where they're at. They're already there and I'm having her go through, but, but before she's like, we see her doing the thing, we have the interaction with like her family, like her parents and like friends. Yeah. And then we like see her do the thing. So it took me a minute, uh, but I finally got there and I started writing. And then, of course, it was like my alarm went off. I had to pick up the kids from school. And I was like, fuck. Of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to prove the pacing. I have I brought oh. this up on my phone. This okay. is me when I'm writing when I was writing Felina Reyes. Oh God, you can't see a thing. Oh, oh no, God, I can't see it. son of a gun. Basically, I I was getting like ten thousand plus steps a day. Oh my God. Are you serious? Felina. Oh, is that your yeah. steps? Your steps. My steps, yeah. That I had a is couple so twelve thousand days. Like, <laughs> I wish I could show you. It won't pick it up, but oh my god! I think I, I walked two hundred fifty-five thousand steps in October. Oh my! Riding Felina well, Reyes. Take a screenshot. <laughs> put it on your Instagram stories. Yeah, yeah. And I then will. tag us, and I'll share it. But yeah, oh, yeah, that is insane. Okay, I don't know if I pace that much, but I definitely pace. But yeah. now I feel like I need to put my phone on me so I could track my steps. <laughs> you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just have it in my pocket. Yeah, I just, yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to have to do that next time yeah. so that I can tell you guys how many paces. But I'm so glad to hear that you're pacing because I literally thought I was Me the too. only one. So that I thought I was a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm just sharing way too much with you guys on this podcast. Let me tell you. Yeah. But yeah, so I, yeah, so um, I finally, I finally kind of got a groove going. But, um, you know, writing is hard writing is hard getting it traditionally published like i keep thinking to myself i just want to self-publishing around been published already like what am i doing oh yeah yeah <laughs> but no apparently i'm a glutton for punishment <laughs> oh yeah me too yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i i rewrote the whole uh prologue to felina today oh my god i don't you text me that and i was like okay oh, yeah. that's cool so that's cool felina yeah we wrote the whole new prologue and Oh yeah. my gosh. Well, that's So good. I'm like going back and like trying to revive old projects because, you know. Well, I mean, you've got good. the story there. You've got the story though. Why not? You know, maybe it just needs some tweaking. I've I mean, they say. Thought the stories and the characters were also pretty good. It was just the technical side, which I think I have now, but. Yeah. Well, I knows? mean, I definitely hear like people say like, um, if the, if you're getting rejections, then go back to the story and you know look to see what isn't working and that's what you're doing and then yeah. you know fix it um and then you know re re-query um so yeah i mean i think why not you know why not i haven't yeah. done that i need to do that with one of mine with with my first one that you read i feel like i need to go back and fix that i feel like i know i have more knowledge that i think i can go back and add to that and that was actually under yeah, that okay. was under. Um, I only had like seventy thousand words, and I yeah. could probably add like another twenty thousand. Oh and yeah, it's, it could, it's mostly interiority because it was missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> but yeah, that's cool. No, I'm glad to hear that because, um, you know, uh, Ken and I, we've been critique partners for a while now, and we both have been through the ups and downs. And this was Ken's turn, <laughs> yeah. for lack of a better term, I guess. Um, and, you know, I was kind of worried. I was just thinking, man, you know, I know what you're going through. I've, I've been there. Um, it's Oh my God. Well, I don't have to explain to you guys listening. If you've been there, yeah. you know what it feels like. It feels like. Writers like riding the Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland. Everything's beautiful. The music's nice. And then you drop down a pit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's a great analogy. I love it. But yeah. So, uh, but I'm glad to hear that you're back. <laughs> back by popular demand. <laughs> I'm back. It just you're took back. me like three weeks of being depressed and feeling like shit. But you know what? <laughs> but I was thinking, like, okay, you know how we go through those down times. Yeah. But do you feel like when you come back, you're better, right? Like you come back bigger and better. Yeah. Because you you've learned, you you took that, you know, you're like the criticism or whatever. And now you're, I mean, look at you. Now you're going and you're applying what you know, what you've learned into older stories and bringing life back into them. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe we need to go through those down times to become better. Maybe. Or, you know, I don't know. Or maybe it, maybe it's just a way for us to see if we got it, if we got what it takes. Because, um, I mean, there's going to be, I mean, even after we get published, there's a possibility that not every book is going to be a bestseller. Might have or, a dud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know it what I mean? Happens. It happens, but, you know, I think being able to pick yourself back up and keep going, like, we're, we're, we've got that down. Like, we, we well, went through that. Well, just an example, yeah. Just yeah. an example, like, George R. R. Martin, Game of Thrones, pretty big book series. Uh -huh. um, mm -hmm. He started off as, like, a Nebula award-winning writer, and then I think it was his third or fourth book, Armageddon Rag, just was a bomb, and nobody bought it. And then no agents would talk to him. His agent dropped what? him. Nobody would talk no to him. way. And so he <gasps> went to write that. scripts in Hollywood. What? He, he started writing scripts in Hollywood. He did a couple TV shows. Oh my and god, then, it's wild! And then he wrote Game of Thrones after that. So like he was a good, big published author, and then boom, wrote a dud, and nobody would answer his calls. Right? I mean, it happens. It sucks, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. when we get published, it's not a for sure thing, but yeah. But I mean, what a what an incredible story! I mean, look what look, look where he's at. If it now, happens shit. to him, yeah. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's hope. There's hope, guys. <laughs> <laughs> there is some hope. Yes. <laughs> well, like I said, I'm glad you're back. Um, I'm, I'm eager to hear about this new story. You can tell me when we get off of here. I know you'll tell me. <laughs> I don't. I don't have any idea what it is yet. So. Well, that's okay. I mean, I you know, I still love to hear it. I'd still love to hear it, but I'm still I still feel like you need to go back to that other story, Brad. I'm just saying, like oh, that story's I know. amazing. And I wrote like 1100. I got 1100 words, but then like I don't know, like I maybe well, I didn't start in the right place. I was gonna say, you know, we'll talk about it afterwards, but I yeah. kind of feel like I yeah, I think starting in the right place is um, gonna be helpful. But anyway, um, I mean. It's a, Maybe it's, it's a, good. It's, Maybe it's good. I do love writing it. It's so it good. Boring. Are you kidding me? No, I. The way I picture it is like there's just like this really big commercial hook, especially yeah. right now. 
that story type is having a moment, which yeah. I mean, of course, obviously could change a couple, but with that particular yeah. story, I feel like that could be something that's in in all the time. Yeah. That particular story, the premise, that's gonna be in like all the time. I don't think that's gonna go away. <laughs> well, I th I think combined with being bummed out that my la latest project didn't get picked up. I was trying to write it during that time. And okay, maybe yeah. that was part of it. Um, yeah, maybe. Also, there's a lot of research to do. Um, because there's no spoiler here. I'm, I'm writing about making a blueberry pie. There's no character there. A blueberry pie. But it's the best goddamn blueberry pie you've ever had in your yeah. entire life. But this, when people read shit, the story, they're going to yes. understand why you had to put that in the book. <laughs> yes. But, yeah. like, I mean, the best of the best. I have to research the right crosshatching, the right, but the clarified butter, saffron oil. Like, she's making the best damn pie that's ever. Go to a bakery there. and talk to them about it, interview yeah. them, or yeah. make some. I don't know, do a baking day or whatever. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's basically, and that, so I think it was a combination of being down, being held up, yeah. and then, and also, like, I really want to in the fantasy genre i want to write the fantasy genre and this isn't but i still love it i mean but... it's what is it what is it called magical realism maybe it's kind of down the same avenue but it's just not like a it doesn't take place in a tavern yeah i don't think it's magical realism technically what, what would they what would they call that paranormal Maybe paranormal. I don't know. Maybe because I still don't know if a certain character that shows oh, okay. up halfway through is real or not. So it could be just a crime drama. Oh, I definitely think it should be real. I think that would be cool. But it could be. <laughs> oh yeah, it could be. But you're going to question it. You know oh yeah, I mean? for sure. Well, because, you, because you're going to see, you know, kind of like the whole psycho thing with, you know. Yeah. Norman Bates. Was the mom? Was the is mom, the mom really, real or was, not? Yeah. And like at the end, is she really talking to him when he's in the interrogation room? Or is he just cuckoo? He's nuts. I think he's just crazy. But <laughs> or is this mom talking to him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love I love those stories though that are, kind of leave you open for interpretation, right? Because mm -hmm. I love the the banter when two people like have two different perspectives. You know what I mean? I yeah. love that. But and I love stories like that. I love that kind of open ended. You know, like was that? Did it? I read a book like that once. It was a vampire book. It was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, at the I end, I kind of like that ambiguous. Let let the reader decide a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I I think it's, it's I think yeah, it's kind of like you get to kind of as the reader you get to create, choose your own ending. Ending you know? exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like definitive endings too. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, for but, sure. Know, I mean, there's nothing while. Yeah. nothing better than like that good close ending where you're just like you close the book and you're like, yes, everything oh, is well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I try to close my stories like that. Um, I think, well, I think the one, the first story you wrote had a bit of a ambiguous ending. Well, not really. Actually, I think it was pretty, pretty forthcoming. No, it was pretty she, cut survived. Dry. Yeah. <laughs> she, she survived. She <laughs> survived. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I like to keep, uh, I do like to keep the, I don't know if I could pull off an ambiguous ending with the story. Because sure I feel like, could. I feel like you would have to carry that all the way through the story. Well, yeah, but like it's, it's for, for the one we're talking about, it's perfect. Oh my God. Um, yes. Because <laughs> is she crazy or is it for real? Like you're going right. to ask throughout the whole book, like. Well, I make it right now. I'm saying it's real because I love that yeah. idea that it's real. <laughs> I don't know yet. I'll, I won't know, which is the beautiful thing. I don't even know yet. 
So, but I, I'll love the new story too. I know I will because you know I love fantasy. Like I, yeah, I mean, dude, me, I've got nothing. Put me in a tavern. <laughs> I've got nothing to go on in this new story. But yeah. then I do. But like you know, you got the idea from somewhere, so you know it's not nothing. Yeah. I literally got an idea because something made me feel something in another. That's book. great. No, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Like it happened, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I want to recapture that." It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. Right on. All so, right. Watch yeah. out. Wait to like, hear about it. The feeling. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, it just made me go fuck yeah let's go you know and i love All right. those feelings we need to how fast do you think you can write this so what are we in august which one December. the ones that we're writing right now think we can finish it in five months if we need a, a deadline dude if i had a deadline let's just say i'm shooting for a publishable 80k i could do it in 40 days what first draft <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? Oh my god! Forget, it. I'm not going to this competition with you. I will literally lose. <laughs> <laughs> if I if I push myself, obviously, yeah, yeah. You know, if I just chill, I can have it done in eighty. Man, I mean, I would love to honestly because, like, I would love to be querying this by November, December. But realistically, yeah. I don't know if I can. I mean, I want to try. You know, I really want to try, but um, I don't know. We'll just, I don't know. But yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um. I'm, I'm talking work first on... draft writing, by the way. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah. Oh no, that's fine. Yeah, that wouldn't count editing. No, 40 days. yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, but still, I mean, forty days, and then I mean, you're looking at querying in like what two, three months, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, a chapter a day, I can mm-hmm. edit. So mm-hmm. uh, seventy days, I can have a book written and edited and ready to turn in in seventy days. Oh my god! Two months, ten days. Oh my god, I I could never. I, I and I was thinking about that. I'm like, what am I going to do when I do become published? Like, they give us those short deadlines, those quick deadlines. Like, what am I going to yeah. do? I'm be like, I, I need extra time. <laughs> yeah, being comfortable. I I think I can do three books a year if I'm, you know, like packed in like a sardine. Oh I'm my god, that. you're like Stephen King. I read that Stephen King, his publishers told him to slow down because he was <laughs> writing too many, and that he ended up writing under a pen name. So yeah. that he can put out more books. Yeah, it's Richard you. Bachman. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be you. <laughs> I almost want to. Like, I don't want to, like, I'm not going to give anything away or say anything, but maybe. Maybe if I want to dabble in another genre, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I mean, why not? I mean, the why not? Other people do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would be down to um, writing other genres, too. But, yeah. I'm trying. I've been trying to. But leaning more towards commercial. Um, I don't know if I have the prose for literary. I think literary is beautiful. Um, I'm not a big reader in the literary, though. Like, I tend to watch the movies. I always get t- they always get turned into movies. <laughs> yes, they do. Like, I watched Where the Crawdads Sing, and I just thought, damn, that's really fucking good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, the movie was good. Like, I didn't read the book, but I was like, damn, that's really good. <laughs> yeah. I can only imagine I, that the book is better because the book is always better. <laughs> always better. Every yeah. time, hands down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um, so um, as far as reading goes, yeah, I'm in the same boat. I haven't really been reading any physical. This book, by the way, that I am reading, this is how thin it is. <laughs> oh, wow. And I started it last month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel your pain. Oh, my God. I don't know what I'm, it is. I think I'm on the physical copy. I think I'm on, like, page 17. of the physical, <laughs> And I've been that way for a month. 
why is it I, I don't know if it's like my eyes are tired or like when i just come home like i just kind of want to like veg out a little bit that's all i want to do yeah like i just like the idea of like I, I i can't write um i don't know if you guys can do this like you come home after working all day can you sit in front of a computer and write because i can't i don't think i could either that's why i literally chose the job i chose because it allows me to, a little bit of time to write at work Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, that was part of it. You know what I mean? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That was so part I, of my choice. Yeah. I can't do any writing at work, obviously, but um, yeah. I try to write in the morning. I chose a closing shift so that I could have the mornings to get some writing yeah. in because when I get home from work, it's like, I am not, I'm not going to sit in front of my laptop. I'm too tired. I'm not doing it either. No way. Like, I don't think I could. Yeah. Like, it's hard. And days off, the first day off, I only get two days off a week. I'm Same. just exhausted. Yeah. I'm just I'm like, I mean, like, today's my day off. I did uh, laundry. I cleaned the kitchen. I made yeah. dinner. I wrote, like, um, I don't even remember how many words. How many words did I say? Like, 700, something like that? Yeah. If yeah. that. Um, so, That's yeah, good. I barely got anything in. Um, but, I mean, I was tired. <laughs> like, I yeah. Was I'm still tired. I took a nap for like 20 minutes and then my phone went off and it was somebody from work and I was like, come on, not oh, on my day off. No. no. So I was like, well, I guess it's time to get up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's no way. Like, yeah, I intentionally took this job because I'm a security guard, if y'all don't know. Yeah. And security guards have a little bit of time. I sneak a little bit of time in there where I can. Lucky. You know, yeah. Shit. Well, I work yeah. in retail, so ain't no way, bro. Oh, There's yeah, no, no way. You're... No. I'm on my feet all day dealing with customers and I come home. I'm like, yeah, I talk my husband's ear off and that's about it. And then he passes out and I pass out yeah. right there. <laughs> like, <good night. laughs> yeah. yeah. Security guard though. That if, if you want to be a writer, like I heard Brandon, <laughs> Brandon Sanderson actually worked at, a are hotel. you serious? He worked a graveyard shift so he could write his first book. Oh my God. I, I got to change jobs, bro. Yeah. He intentionally got a job as a, out here in Utah, I think it was in Provo at a just some hotel motel. Where and now look at him! Damn. Yeah. Oh man, well, I, yeah. I I I really would like to switch jobs, but I love my coworkers. I love them yeah. to death. Um, and it makes it hard. <laughs> yeah, that would be difficult. Um, we all we're all women, but we all get along, which is really odd. And we talk about how odd it that is. is that odd. We all get along. There's no drama. Like I've worked a lot of jobs, and let me tell you, there was always drama, Brad. Always. And, I everywhere. mean, I this. I don't know what it is. I don't know. If it's just the right group of women. Like I don't know if we're all. We just all seem to be on the same page, and we all just get along. That's all awesome. of us, and it just makes my workday so much fun. You know, it makes it so fun. That's cool. But um, but you know, I'm tired. I'm tired. You know, like yeah. I come home after I've been on my feet for eight hours and I'm just like, good night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like literally good night. But uh, hence why I probably drink too much. <laughs> yeah. That could be a part of it. But it is what it is, right? It is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, like I could technically, like I worked for the, the government at a chemical weapons facility and I could probably parlay, parlay those skills into a much better paying job. Um, like a higher corporate type security deal. Yeah. But 
I wanted to take a lesson. You'll be able to write. Yeah. Write. I want to write while I work, which get paid to write is what I'm doing. Exactly. Which is why I, so this, the other reason why I don't want to leave this job is I get to make my own schedule. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So I can't, I know that I won't be able to do that anywhere else. Like I literally, I pick my days off. I pick what hours I want to work and I choose to work nights because during the day when the kids are at school, I'm writing. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, oh, that's perfect. Yeah, so I'm like, I know that I can't, but I'm tired. <laughs> I know, I understand. <laughs> but anyway, guys, <laughs> enough of work talk. <laughs> yeah. <Sorry. laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, no, it's fine. I know. Uh, um, we want to plan. Um, our next episode is going to be, um, Stephen King. <laughs> We are going to, I'm going to get the book. I'm going to get his book on writing. Um, I've been meaning to order it. I just, it's sitting in my Amazon cart. I'm going to get it. I promise. It's like half bio, half biography. That's, or what, maybe that's what I heard. Order. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he does give some writing advice. So he we're going to talk about that on our next episode. And I do want to apologize, you guys. This episode is late. It's going to air late. I apologize. It's entirely my fault. No. <laughs> No, it is. It's entirely okay. my fault. Even Ken texted me and was like, girl, where are you at? <laughs> and I completely forgot. So um, this, this episode is going to uh, air late. But the next one will be on our regular um, schedule. And we do plan on um, talking about Stephen King's book on writing. So if you have that book or if you want to get that book, um, you know, to kind of follow along or maybe you just kind of always thought about it and wondered about it. We're going to talk about it. Um, uh, Ken is a huge Stephen King fan of the books and movies. I confess I have not read one of his books, but I do watch a lot of the movies. (laughs) Yeah. Dark Tower, though. Dark Tower. I know. I know. I know. Oh, my gosh. Well, my favorite series of all time. Like, number one. Do you know if they did um, a movie on Salem's Lot? (laughs) They have, yeah. They've done a couple. Oh, really? Okay, maybe I'll yeah. cheat. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, you no. could. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a version that's closest to the book? <laughs> um, no. They seem to change his 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 uh, stories a lot. Like I was watching Stand by Me, and didn't realize that was literally Stephen King, but they t- completely changed the title. Yeah, it's like it's like a short story or a novel novella. Mm-hmm. It's not, yeah. Yeah, the body, the body is what it was the, called. Mm-hmm, yep. yep, and um, yeah, but uh, so we're definitely going to talk about that on our next episode because um, we are going to actually dedicate a whole episode on his birthday, Stephen oh, King's yeah. birthday, which I think is September twentieth. Yes, September I believe. 20th, I think. And if we're wrong, everyone's going to be like, "You asshole!" Oh no! Wait, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was like the day before the first day of fall. Second, I know. Or, Shit, hold on. Hold, please. They're going to be like, how dare you? <laughs> you know what? I will literally edit this out. Yeah. <laughs> they won't even know. There uh, you go. His birthday is September 21st. There you go. So we are going to have an episode on Stephen on King's fall. birthday. Equinox. You know what? I'm going to reach out to his publicist and be like, would you like to come out for our, our podcast and do an interview? <laughs> oh, that'd be sweet. We'll both do it. You need to email his publicist. I'm sure we can Dude, find I it. I will. I will. Why yeah, not? It's like my dad bought like uh, before he passed, he bought every Stephen King book up to like 2017. Oh and my he, gosh! I, I inherited them all. Like I have every 
single book. So like you I need grew to up post like all the the books on your bookshelf, like on Instagram. Take a picture yeah, of I it. I should, but you see behind me. Is that them? <laughs> that, no, no, oh. they're on a nice bookshelf in another part. Oh, okay. But like this is all my other books. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god, you need to definitely take a picture for your Instagram and show everybody. I should, yeah. You should. Why not? I have to take. I have a bunch of other stuff on there, like knickknacks and stuff that are. Well, I do too. My bookshelves have a bunch of shit shelf. on them. Yeah. <laughs> on the king shelf. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get the uh, the uh, Funko Pop? Don't they have a Funko no. Pop of him? They do, yes. No, I don't have a Funko Pop. Oh my gosh, you need to get it. You need to get yeah. it. It's yeah, just kind of all my dad's st old stuff, you know. Like, oh, okay. He's got like lowrider cars and beer steins and like you know stuff like. You know that. what? I love seeing people's bookshelves. You know what? Yeah. People's bookshelves are kind of like an open window into who they are. Like if you look at my my bookshelves, I mean, I I have uh, stuff on there, knickknacks too. Yeah. Um, you know that. You know, I have like witch stuff. I have Dracula. I have like Frankenstein. I have ghosts and all kinds of different things that I just feel like looking at people's bookshelves is kind of a little window of who they are and what they like. Yeah. So whenever I go into someone's house, if they have a bookshelf, I'm looking at it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm yeah, nosy. Sure. I kind of feel like I kind of get to know them as a person who they are, what are they reading? Like, do they, do they like to read self-help books? Are they reading cookbooks? Are they reading fiction? Whatever, you know, like I like to kind of check that out. So For I think, sure. yeah, um, I think it's great that, I mean, you don't clean up the knickknacks if you don't want to. <laughs> oh no, you know, but like some of them are blocking the books, but whatever, I'll just take a picture of it. <laughs> Make it, yeah. I mean, uh, Instagram is great because it's all about like the photos and the aesthetic and all of that, yeah. but just kind For of, sure. you know, so, so that your followers can get a glimpse of who is Ken Snyder. Oh, and if anybody's wondering, the turtle, my son painted that when he was five. Oh, that's cute. So oh, my gosh. So just like this little kid in a diaper. He might have been three or four. I don't remember. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's perfect. So it's I always it. there. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, I know this is a little bit of a short episode. We just kind of wanted to just talk and um, hopefully you guys maybe were if you're listening, you're feeling like, you know, you're being heard, like you're maybe you're in the same situation. You know what? My advice is just don't quit because yeah. when you quit, that's why you don't get published. That's why you don't become exactly. a published writer because you quit. Writing is hard. Um, you know, but hopefully we, um, I mean, hopefully you're feeling a little bit encouraged listening to us banter about <laughs> different things, about how, well, I guess how hard it is to be a writer. And also um, let the downtimes, they're going to come back up eventually. I've been so miserable for three weeks and here I'm back. So yay, ride the wave, ride, <laughs> ride that wave of, you know, sorrow, grief, whatever it is you want to call it, Pirates of the ride it, yeah, ride it out because you're going to eventually find your way back and you'll find your, the reason why you chose to be a writer to begin with, because we love telling stories. I yeah. love being creative. I love being able to create worlds and characters and, and like the magic, you know, just being able to like, yeah. If anything, I always said, even if I have one reader, like I would be so happy if one person came yeah. to me and said, I read your book, I'd be like, yes, Hell yeah. <laughs> let's talk. I'll get you a drink. Let's talk. <laughs> Speaking of favorite Disneyland ride, 
Right. Mine's Pirates, oh, obviously. Oh, Haunted Mansion. Okay, cool. <laughs> Haunted Mansion, the second, my second favorite ride is Pirates. 100%. I love Pirates. I love, love that section. We always that do New those Orleans twice. And the yes. Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite. Are you kidding I, me? Oh, my gosh. I, yeah. I do Pirates I like to, four or five times. Yeah. I have to go to – so I usually hit up New Orleans Square – yeah. For like right away, and then I go again in the evening because I love being there at night. Too. Oh hell I just, yeah! I yes. love being there at night. I love riding pirates when the sun set. Yes, yeah. Best. And, and I my don't know, kids just... are always like, "Dad, why the hell are you <laughs> pirates for the fifth time?" I'm like, "Oh my god, I love though. No, I love both of those rides. That's my favorite, and I just like, but but the haunted mansion is my my top well, number one, and then it's yeah. pirates, and then it's Radiator Springs. <laughs> nice." That's awesome. I've never been on Radiator. <laughs> oh, it's fun. My kids Is love it? Tower of Terror or whatever it's called. Now it's called. I oh, hate yeah. that ride. They make yeah. me go on it. I go on it every time because I'm no buddy's bitch. I'm going to go yeah. even though I'm scared oh, yeah. to for my life. I'm scared, yeah. but I still do it. <laughs> you tired of that? They open up on that hallway. And oh, you're tired of <laughs> God. Well, you know, the new one, the Guardians, right? It, it kind of it goes like this and it just oh, drops okay. you again, brings nice. you back up and you're hovering and you're like, oh, my God. And it just drops like six drops. Screw so that. yeah, it's freaking <laughs> scary. And every time I take a picture, I'm always like, ah, like just. I'd say my third is Space life. Mountain, by the way. Space Mountain's fun. I love, love going Space there for Mountain. Halloween because it's all like ghosts and eerie oh, and spooky. If you get to go for Halloween, oh my gosh, or like the Halloween season, which yeah. is coming up. Um, yeah, it's called Ghost. Um, oh my god, it's called Ghost. Shit, I can't remember. Ghost Galaxy. It's called oh, okay. Ghost Galaxy. Yeah, I've never they gone change it during the Halloween. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so fun! It's so I fun. Usually go yeah. in like May or June. So, oh yeah, well, yeah. If you go uh, towards September, um, yeah, but yeah, but anyway, guys. Okay, and then sorry, <laughs> sorry. sorry for the little <laughs> tangent. <laughs> little tangent. I'm a Disney. I love Disneyland. It's not my favorite. I can. Yeah. I I can talk about Disneyland forever. But anyway. It's yeah. not that kind of podcast. <laughs> we'll talk later, Ken. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, you guys. We look forward to our next episode. Uh, if you want to follow along, get the Stephen King's book on writing. Um, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to break it down. And we're going to get ready for um, our, our Stephen King episode. And I am for real. I'm going to reach out to his uh, publicist. I know we're a small podcast. We're small potatoes. But, you know. Uh I don't know. You never know. Yeah. Right? Got to reach for the stars. <laughs> I'll need a whole lot of whiskey if that happens. I'll be nervous. Oh, my God. You got this. Yeah, because you're going to be doing all the interviewing. I'm going to be sitting back listening. Because yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know what to ask him. I mean, I know what to ask him about his movies, but who, who cares about that? People don't want to hear about the books. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, you guys. Have a good night. Um, have a good week for work. Take care of yourself. Um, you know, keep writing. Don't give up. Send us your queries. Um, you know, we want to help. We want to help you guys uh, along your writing journey. So we will see you guys um, in about a week and a half. Bye. Right on. See it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for today's episode, friends. We hope you learned something new today. Please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube under Two Writers Walk Into a Bar podcast. Our YouTube episodes will upload on Thursdays, the day after the show airs, if you want to watch. And if you want your query letter and first three pages critiqued and read on air by us, send them to our email at twowritersinabar at gmail.com. Put query on air in the subject line. We will read them on a first-come, first-served basis. 
Remember, we are here to help, inspire, and celebrate. Two Writers Walk Into a Bar podcast is produced by Bravo Media Group. 